Hey, welcome back to another episode of Okay, So Another Podcast. I'm Leah. This is my husband, Justin. Hey. We're audio only today because I have been sick since Monday and I don't feel comfortable being on camera. And I didn't want to wait another week to combine these two weeks because I think that is part of the reason why I'm sick is from being overworked <laughs> from editing and traveling, etc. etc. Lot going on. <laughs> Lot going on. So let's get into our swing and our miss. My swing is that I have a job that starts Monday, February what? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. And my miss is that I have been sick all week. We don't know with what. We think like a flu variant or bad allergies or something. <laughs> but yeah, that is my miss for the week. My swing is that I was able to catch up on a lot of anime this past weekend. Caught up on solo leveling in Mashal of Muscles and Magic. So fantastic. Anime fans are eating well this week. My miss is kind of a strange one. Yesterday I made tacos and I forgot the soft shells. Oddly small miss, but annoying enough that I think it merits mentioning. The three things we are consuming this week. Since I've been sick, I've been consuming hot toddies, medicine, and sleeping. What about you? <laughs> well... I've been assuming hot toddies with her, mainly for the alcohol content. Checking out Solo Leveling and Mashal. Like, if you're not watching it, Mashal's incredibly funny, and Solo Leveling is incredibly epic. I would definitely suggest giving it a, a watch when you get a chance. And the last thing that I'm consuming is The Rookie on ABC. If there's ever a comfort watch, The Rookie would be the one. We just hit up season six. Pretty dramatic first episode. Loved it. Watched it this morning before work. It was awesome. Been watching The Rookie. Check it out. Let's get into our recap of week six of The Bachelor. We start with Joey in a confessional before the group date starts. We're in Montreal and Joey is expressing to the audience that he is afraid that nothing will come out of this experience. One of his biggest fears is not being perceived as being perfect and being perfect as the new bachelor. He is afraid for like these women to see him as not being perfect either. When you're in the shoes as the lead, you are supposed to be seen as this perfect being that can do no wrong, accessible to everybody. And he's afraid that when this all ends, he has to be vulnerable. And they're going to see who he really is and maybe they don't like it. I think we also see this a lot throughout the season when he's being trauma dumped on by woman after woman after woman. He hasn't expressed any vulnerability with anybody yet. Obviously, that's coming. If you've seen the show, it comes like hometowns, fantasy suites. But yeah, that's his big fear right now. It's understandable. Absolutely. It just must be a very draining experience for him. Yeah, I, I definitely see that too, where during some of those like one-off 101s that, that were kind of happening, he was doing like a lot of tearing up and crying like along with the girls. 
there is like that vulnerability where in past seasons with other bachelors it didn't really like exist where the bachelor just came out of nowhere and said like these girls must be feeling the heat right now and feeling like the heaviness of this entire situation that we're starting to get down to the final what seven now and the game is real at this point right here you're probably starting to catch pretty heavy feelings for him a lot of the women were and are falling for joey all they can do is hold on for dear life it seems and i hope that the feelings that he's putting out there are reciprocated and vice versa we start off the week with a very awkward group date where they are <laughs> doing a scavenger hunt around montreal none of the girls are into it joey's not really into it i think everyone's putting their best foot forward but this is coming right after Joey was crying to the cameras. And since all these girls do have real feelings for him now, they don't like sharing him. And that's all a group date is. It's fighting for his attention, essentially. I think he does a good job of navigating it. If you like someone more than others, you just naturally gravitate towards them. So I'm sure, sure that was that's what was happening behind the scenes. All we saw was him trying to make the best out of it. The standouts from the group date were Jen made some poutine. <laughs> I don't remember what was in it. I think it was like pineapple, was chocolate, chocolate sriracha. Sauce. Sriracha sauce. Yeah. And she was really trying to be a main character on this group date. What do you mean trying? She was absolutely a main character. In fact, all the girls in the cutaways were so just like jealous that Joy was just like, oh my god this tastes so hideous but she left an impression on him that it's going to take her pretty far during the day he really did enjoy her energy i know after they ate that they had to have had some stomach issues for yes. the rest of the day irritable bowels lore <laughs> at the dinner portion of the date the group date kelsey ace confession to joey is a standout she is the first girl to tell him that she's falling for him, and he loved that. I feel like he's falling for her, too. Mm -hmm. We have Lexi's questioning of Joey's timeline. Yeah. So Joey says, there's a lot of time in between him getting engaged and him having kids. I think it's important also to note that he's 28 years old. Yeah. Like, this is not like a 35, 40-year-old man. He's... 28 he's got time and he can wait yeah absolutely his timeline is basically have like a two to three year engagement which makes sense coming off of this show mm -hmm. you have to go out into the real world and date and move in and get to know each other you don't get to know each other on the show that's why so many people that come out of this engage or with somebody are engaged or dating that person for years before they get married and then it was like one to two years enjoying married life kids after that so we're talking about like a four to five year gap between now and having kids it makes sense for lexi because of her endometriosis she's on a biological time yeah so her having those questions is fair and real for her and he was really receptive of the reasoning of why she was asking that question he was being honest we'll see how that comes into play later on and the last thing that stood out during this Dinner portion of the group date was Jess's early elimination. She went to talk to Joey. She mm -hmm. wants to know why she hasn't had a one-on-one. -on -one. She also says that she's falling for him and Joey's not receptive because for real, when have these two people ever really talked besides night one and their little extra time last week with the painting date? 
Yeah, it seemed like Jess was hopeful, hoping and expecting Joey to come around to being attracted to her. When throughout this entire season, we've seen her simply just give him googly eyes without making any real attempt to grab and take some of Joey's time, which is what a lot of the other girls realized very, very quickly because he's such a popular bachelor, a genuinely good person. So I would say to some extent, it was kind of her own fault that she got eliminated. She did ask, like, what did I do? Did I say something wrong? Like, what happened? And I think upon some, like, you know, introspection postseason, she'll realize very quickly that maybe it was the edit, but she really didn't do enough at least in my opinion, to warrant Joey's love, affection, and attention. It happens to the best of them, but Jess will probably see you in paradise. Jess really liked Joey. I could see yeah. that every time she was on the screen. I felt that she really liked him. I Her feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should spend less time being jealous <laughs> and more time trying to talk to him. And maybe she did talk to him off screen. Maybe they talked a lot. He was not really feeling it. He was really nice, though. Like, sending her home. Like, it wasn't like a, no, I don't feel the same way. Get on my face. (laughs) Yeah, because the way we talk about Joey, we're, like, talking as if he's, like, this huge asshole. And he's, like, he's super nice. (laughs) He's He's super nice to all these girls. He's the nicest Bachelor that I've watched in my time watching The Bachelor, for sure. I like him a lot. Jess's journey ended prematurely. I thought she's going to make it farther. I think without all of this drama, I thought she was going to make it farther. And then with all this, she definitely has to go home because she's only consumed with Maria and not Joey at this point. Exactly. Blaming her having no connection with him on Maria when in reality, you just didn't have one. It was a one-sided connection. Yes, very much so. Like Justin said, we'll see Jess in paradise and hopefully she is better. And hopefully, like, you know, she goes and she really just understands the assignment as well and just goes to find a person and soak up some sun. She's um, I, th- I think she needs it. I think she has a personality, she's absolutely pretty. too. Yes, she's absolutely pretty and has, has a great personality. I think she got the rough end of the edit. I agree. At, out of all of those girls, I definitely think she was the least annoying. Agreed. Got in with the wrong crowd, but I'm sure... That whole crowd will be on Paradise, and they're going to be together again, (laughs) doing the same stuff. I just hope Jess puts her wanting love ahead of being Leia and Sydney's minion. Yeah, like her being consumed by just all everything going on around her and like her environment definitely ruined her chances here. And I think that on the beaches of Paradise, she stands a way better chance because over there, so one, you're soaking up sun, two, you're drinking margaritas all day. And three, you have quite a few options and quite a few potential pairings that I think that could be really suitable for her. So looking forward to seeing her on Paradise. We're Hopefully she shines through. You. Yeah, we're rooting for you, girly. After that, we have Kelsey T's one-on-one. They do a Cirque Duo Lay theme date. I found to be really funny. Like, it was fun and it was cute. I thought we got to see a lot of Joey's personality. I didn't yes. know. I didn't know he was funny. I didn't know that he cussed a lot. He was funny. <laughs> I didn't know that he does not like being dizzy. I didn't know he had motion sickness. Yes. Like, he seems like he'd be, like, a fun person to, like, go out with. Yeah. <laughs> he was swearing, and, like, and like that that sensor button was going off almost, like, the entire Cirque du Soleil day. What it was did incredible. he say at the end? He was like, I feel like I need, like, a Dremel. Dremelene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all of that. Yeah, like, uh, all I was around, I was just like, all right, like, this... 
This guy is dizzy. You know how like you stand on the ground, whatever, right? You're just like seeing him vertical and <laughs> everything. Like Joey went through it. I was just like, stop spinning this dude around, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> he was funny. The date was, so was fun. I think he made the date fun. I'm sure he was going through it, but he was still making the best out of it. Yes. After that, during their dinner portion, Kelsey opens up about her life as a Jehovah's Witness. I had to look it up. That's what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She has trust issues with men because her dad wasn't going to let her have her own life outside of his house. She wanted to pursue college and having a career that's not a Jehovah's Witness. He cut her off for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're getting their communication back together. And the whole point of that conversation was essentially for Joey to know that she... Opens up slowly. She really likes him, but she does have like a lot of trust issues. Yeah. You know, the first man in your life is doing that to you. Yeah, because like kind of hard after that. Yeah, because like she was so fine in like the earlier years there. And then there is a thing like, you know, with Jehovah's Witnesses where the women more than anything else are like bound to being like at home. Like they can't really go to college, can't do all these different things because they have to be a part of the religion through and through. And a very very hard thing to kind of experience growing up beyond that can we just say that kelsey is just so charismatic and just like so smooth and so mature like during that 101 i was just like enraptured and just like totally just drawn in by like her sophisticated energy that's what it was air of sophistication i think joey really picked up on that in a very significant way they're certainly getting on well i think that she makes it a lot further than than we think she gets a rose. She's good for next week. I forgot to mention on the group date, I believe Kelsey A got the rose. She had the confession. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Now we're going on to Maria's one-on-one. Whoop, whoop. Turns like an actual person when she's around. And yes. Not just like the bachelor. So they have the shopping date that every girl gets to go on. I think Ari's season started that. That's like 2015, I think. Predates me. <laughs> But everybody wants it. She got it. The dresses were not cute. <laughs> and the one that her and Joey chose was not flattering on her. Yeah. Maria is a beautiful girl. She said that she was excited about this because it was out of her comfort zone. It definitely was. I can't see her ever wearing any of those in real life. Yeah. And the dress that they chose, like, it was pretty, just, like, not for her like if jess wore that dress it would have been like super good it'd be fire absolutely it just wasn't fitting maria correctly like it was literally like too big for her yeah she mentioned in one of the one of the cutaways that she has a very particular style and i like that she said that that she does put like a lot of thought into how things look on her body and i think to some extent she was she had very few choices and it's a similar thing like you know at the end of the bachelor when they handle those rings, and they're always just the largest, gaudiest rings ever that you never wear in real life. Mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't fit that person. What are you doing? Not not Maria's greatest fits, but it was bachelor sponsored, not coming from, from Maria's incredible closet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got to take that back with her. Maybe she'll get it tailored to fit her correctly. For sure. I think the dress did fit the theme of the dinner, though. It was very romantic and formal-esque at dinner they really didn't talk about anything so maria's the only one that knows about joey's timeline because lexi told her so all they talked about at dinner was the timeline that maria essentially is not about that timeline Mm -hmm. 
she wants to get engaged and get married. Joey said when he was talking to Lexi that that timeline is not for sure, and it's he's willing to bend it for someone special. Mm-hmm. We didn't think that was going to be Lexi. Yeah. That might be Maria. He Ooh. would. I think he would bend or break that rule for for Maria. Yeah, she wants it step by step. Like we can be engaged for like a year, get married, be married for like a year have kids like she wants it to move pretty quickly and he seemed very receptive to it that's yeah. why i said that i think he would change it for her absolutely when she gets a rose as much as i like maria i still don't think she's gonna win <laughs> uh. i think she has too much personality for joey like yeah she brings it out of him but I feel like he's so just like neutral. Like he's not ever really like I think I feel like his real personality is just like neutral. There are times like if you're going out with friends, you're you're at a higher whatever. You're like higher. I don't feel like their personalities really click. Like it's fun and all, but like in real life, I don't even think that they would even last that long. I don't know. I don't <sighs> want people to think I'm a Maria hater because I'm not. You, I have not. never thought that she was gonna win i would like her to and in a perfect world i would like them to be together and it works and they have a bunch of babies and it's perfect and they're the most successful bachelor couple so let me tell you something i just honey. don't think that that's <laughs> going to be it if you've been listening to us for the past few weeks uh me and my wife here are pretty opposites here we're like i'm the super like high energy spicy one and she's kind of like you know set to neutral and we work extremely well together and I think to some extent that um my craziness brings out her craziness. Just as Maria's craziness definitely does bring out Joey's like more human, like, you know, non-bachelor TV side. And I really like seeing that. And I think that he's he'll be absolutely willing to break that rule for a person that is helping him to act natural on TV, just hanging out together. Maybe he doesn't want that though. Like some people are into that for the fun. But sure. when it comes down to like, let's get serious, they don't. So I don't, I don't know. This will all come back later. And I, mm-hmm. I think when I say what I need to say later, it'll make more sense on why I feel the way I feel about Maria. Okay. I'm excited to hear it. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Maria gets Rose. Obviously they dance to some Canadian alternative band. Something it's like, like the uh, Canadian version of Florence and the Machine. Yeah, there you go. That's what you said. Yeah, that was it. It was a very low-key episode. So we're back at the hotel. Lexi ends up going home early before cocktail hour because her and Joey's timelines don't mesh. She mm-hmm. goes and she talks to him, basically just saying that she's leaving because of that. And Joey understands. He's sad. I think he knew in his heart that she was not the one. Yeah. But he really liked her because he did say that she was one of the ones he would have saw future with. I think if Lexi didn't self-eliminate, she probably would have made it to, like, Fantasy Suites. I definitely agree with that. Um, but she, I don't think yeah. she was going to be winner and runner-up. Yeah. There was there's just, like, that timeline that you can't go past when it literally is a biological, like, time clock. You can't out-talk that. You can't out-beat that. You're hoping the best for her. She deserves it. We're at cocktail hour. There's no drama. Nothing happens. All the girls talk to him. Nobody's petty about time. It's just one at a time. Everyone's yes, talking. And Caitlin and Leia go home. Can I say that I'm jumping for joy right now, even though like, like I'm on audio? Leia going home made me so incredibly happy. 
at, at a certain point, she definitely was not there for the right reasons. Seeing her go home was very satisfying. Caitlin, on the other hand, just a genuinely nice person that I feel if she goes to paradise would do exceptionally well. She's a biochemist. She goes back home after a bachelor exposure and she's doing exceptionally well. Here's hoping the best for them. Hope Leia goes to paradise and shakes things up and I hope Caitlyn just finds her man. She's looking for him and he's definitely out there. Yeah, Caitlyn should be fine. Leia will definitely be on paradise. All the drama solidified her spot. Yep. She'll be on our screens again. <laughs> Grace our screens. <laughs> All right, so let's go into the last little bits here. All right, this next section is spoiler territory. So if you don't want to be spoiled, I'll put a timestamp somewhere so you can skip this portion. Okay, so the reason I feel the way I feel about Maria is because I have been spoiled by TikTok against my will. Every season, I do look it up around hometowns. (laughs) <laughs> this year, because I watch a lot of Bachelor-related TikToks, if you know anything about TikTok, oh, when you look in the comments, they give you, like, the search. And it's always Joey and blank spotted. I know who's in the blank. <laughs> Why do you look this stuff up I for, Leah? I don't look it up. I like to oh. see what other people are saying about the show. Okay. Ah, oh, man. It's not the comments that spoiled it. You wouldn't know because you're not on TikTok. Absolutely. But when you click on a TikTok, they show you, like, what's search to get there. Mm. And that's, like, the top search. It's Joey and Blank Spotted. Mm. I'm hoping that the Bachelor producers by now know that people look up spoilers. So maybe they are like, Joey, pick a girl and go out in public with her. That's not the one. That's what I hope. That's what I hope, too. I don't want to spoil it I me. hope they are smart enough to fool us all. And then it's not that person. But I don't think they are. I just know that it's not Maria. Your boy here does, does not partake in the TikTok culture. This is news to me. My... Oh, I thought it was... See, no, like, no, 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 no. I was going to say, you know who wins. If you really think about it, it's very clear. I know who's getting the edit, and that's all I will say. I don't want to know if I'm right. I don't want to know any indication. Even the people that don't want to look at the spoilers are just like, we all know because of the edits. But then there just are spoilers out there, and I have never clicked on the Joey and Blank Spotted. I'm just assuming that that's the person. Okay. If we all just put our brains together and think about it for a minute, we can all get to the same conclusion. (laughs) They didn't really hide it that well this season. Well, hopefully I'll be very pleasantly surprised with the result. What was both going through both of our heads right now is not correct. Because if it is, I'm going to be bummed, but it's going to be obvious. But if it isn't, I'll be pleasantly surprised. If I didn't know about any of this, I definitely would root for her. Like, hard. And these spoilers came out like, I was looking at TikTok today, and a lot of the people that know were, like, saying the same thing. I really like Maria. I feel like this spoiler made me biased. So, like, I can't root for her like I want to. And that's how I feel, too. If it wasn't out there, I would definitely want Maria to be the one. It's like, because I know, now I have bias, and I can't. And also, because of TikTok, I know who is in the final four. Okay. Don't tell me that, all right? I, I need some mystery in my life. And because I know all these things, I don't want to make any more further predictions. Everything that I've been doing 
from here on, like last week when we saw the previews for the rest of the season, those were all predictions. I still knew who it was, but it was like more genuine. Like I was looking at the previews and I was like, okay, I feel like this person's going home this time. This, this. But like, we're so close to the end. I think if I say anything else, it's going to be like very obvious. Yes. <laughs> we're now putting back up the sensor. By that timestamp where we're coming in right about here, we're going to be back to the flow on the uh, tier list here, okay? All right, so kicking things off here, we have Maria. I'm pegging her up as potentially being the Bachelorette. I think she's definitely garnered enough energy from the audience. Everybody loves her, and if she doesn't end up with Joey, people are going to be very, very excited to see her find love. I think it'd be a very interesting season. Then we have Daisy. She hasn't been exhibiting too much energy in these recent episodes, and her edit has been getting smaller and smaller each week. I think that the producers are trying to manage expectations potentially, but she's definitely up there in that wifey category. Then we have Kelsey A. I think we're definitely going to see her in hometowns, but I would not imagine her getting to be a bachelorette or being a wifey. I think we're going to see her on the beaches of paradise as a later addition. Probably goes home very quickly. <laughs> Kelsey T. She's an odd one. Seeing her this week right here, her level of sophistication, I would almost say that she's too sophisticated for Joey to some extent. I feel like she needs somebody older potentially, really kind of like, you know, understand and like dig into some of those pains to say, I've gone through something similar. This is where we are now. That's where I see her kind of landing. So somebody older and more mature. I'm not saying that Joey isn't mature by any means, uh, but I think she's looking for an older man realistically. Then we have Rachel. I want to call her wifey status as well. To me, she has the whole kindergarten teacher thing going for her. I know she's like a, an ICU nurse, but she walks around with glasses. She's kicking it. She's casual. She's incredibly nice. She's going to make a terrific wife and mother one day. If that is her choice to do so. I want to put her in wifey status, I think is what I meant to say there. I think she makes it to hometowns but doesn't walk too much further beyond that. And then we have last, but certainly not least, Jen. Jen came to play this entire season. We can admit that, right, Leah? Mm-hmm. She came to play. Every single episode, she's in her little features. She's making Joey feel super comfortable, especially like on this previous episode's like group date. Joey was so down in the dumps, and she was able to bring him out of the depths and bring him back into reality. All these women here are here for him and that he can enjoy the process and have a good time. I put Jen in wifey status. Obviously, Daisy's up there in wifey status, but I don't know. If I was going to choose any of these women to be next to her, I'd probably choose Jen. She's been consistent the entire season. Inconsistency to me and to a lot of folks out there is absolutely key. Okay, so that's the end of our podcast. It was real short. Nothing happened. It was drama-free, straight to the point. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.